Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Jonas Stolpe. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. And Robert Peck. Come on, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Guys. Yes. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, well, listen, it's wonderful to be back here with you all. This week, we're doing the 1989 classic, A Batman. Batman. Guys, I'm excited. I was excited to watch this. You were? Oh, yeah. What happened afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but um, no, don't I don't want to spoil it. it. I'm not going to spoil yeah, it. No. I'm not going to spoil it. Keep it to yourself. I'm going to keep it to myself. That's what I'm always says. <laughs> keep it to, that's what everyone's always telling me, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, guys, uh, okay, so Tim Burton's original Batman from 1989, it was a gargantuan hit. I mean, like, changed the landscape of like superhero movies. I mean, you could argue on some weird level that like without this one and Superman, you would have no other superhero movies. So huge, huge, like huge thing. I remember like all the toys, so many toys, Jesus, so many toys. I remember the enormity of it all. Like this is the first time as a kid that like a giant box office movie was like just sweeping the nation. You know what I mean? Like then after that was like Jurassic Park and I don't know, Star Wars or some shit, Titanic and all that. But like, this is the very first one when I was a kid that was like, everyone was talking about it. You couldn't stop thinking about it. You were excited to go see it and you're freaking out after you saw it. Yeah. I feel like I was, I'm too young to have like done the Star Wars. I mean, we're all too young to have like lived in real time during the Star Wars thing, but right. I agree with you. This is the first movie that I remember ever being like a cultural phenomenon. Like, Toys, shirts, cereal, like everything yeah. with Batman for a while. And like, I mean, I remember getting the the VHS, like we owned it. And oh my God, how cool that thing looked. Just jet black with like the gold and black Batman logo on it, all shining. And I mean, I treasured that thing. It was just like cool to look at. That logo was, I think it's probably like top five logos of all time. Mm-hmm. In, in my list in terms of uh, like VHS or even DVD, just because it's, even though it says Batman, it doesn't fucking need to say Batman because of that logo. Right. I think also like, I'm going to pull this out of my ass and maybe I'm completely wrong, but I think that this is truly like one of the t- two or three logos on earth that is the most recognizable. Oh yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. It's like this and the Coca-Cola thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like up. I think that's it. And I, I agree with you guys. And I hadn't actually really thought about it until you just started talking about it. Like the sort of boldness of that logo and that just being it, like 
no fucking Michael Keaton, no Jack Nicholson on the post. Just like, yeah. this is like, boom, yeah. this is all you need. Just like, this speaks for itself. You don't need anything else. Oh my God. So exciting. Okay. Well, should we get into it? Dan, let's move on. Well, let's, Danny, when do you remember, what's your memory first? When did you first see the movie? And then also, what do you remember about the movie before we watched it again? Uh, I remember uh, I saw it with my mom, I think. And, Me too, uh, by the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you dick. Oh, with his mom? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of movement going on to my left. I didn't appreciate that at all. Um, it's so gross. Um, oh, so my God. Horrible. Just putting that together now. God. That's... <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't want to straight up say it. So I just kind of tiptoed <laughs> no. around it. I like that. I like that. Let me tell you what. She um, didn't tiptoe around it. <laughs> that's so evil. I couldn't help it. It was just there. It was just there. It was like in the road and I couldn't get out of the way. I just, <laughs> she just ran over and kept going. I, I had to. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I saw my mom who did nothing of that sort to anybody. No men. I don't, you know, I don't remember a whole lot about it. Ironically. The only thing I really wrote down was that the Joker did scare me back in the day. Like I was genuinely afraid of, uh, Jack Nicholson's the Joker. And I think it was primarily because his face was so fucking shaped odd and wrong. And like, it had like yeah. divots in it. Like someone like fucking like took a six iron to it. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, he just, he just scared the hell out of me. Um, but other than that, like I remember having a boner for Kim Basinger for a while, but that's about it. Yeah. All right. That's guess? fair. How about you, Robert? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't remember. I didn't remember a ton. I remembered that it was sort of comic booky than the rest, right? Like this was still dark and kind of uh, rough around the edges, uh, a little bit creepy. Um, I remembered Kim Basinger. 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 I don't know. Was in it and <laughs> oh, not was super hot. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> I remember uh, the the Who are you? I'm Batman, that thing, which was cool. He was supposed to say the night. Did you know that? Wait, what'd you say, Danny? He was supposed to say, what are you? And he goes, I am the night. Oh. Huh. Was that, so that was what is in the script. And then how did it become the other thing? I don't remember. I, I looked at it. You know, I don't remember cool. the shit. Great. <laughs> Danny's bringing half Poignant. facts to the table. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I definitely remember. I'm Batman. I remember, similar to what you said, Danny. I remember portions of it scaring me. For me, the part that scared me was the reporter, the girl, the woman on television, having that freak out and then like ending up dead. For some reason, oh that right, yeah, that with me too. as being very yeah. upsetting. Uh, and then I remember the. Um, the sword fight bit with the ninja for some reason, the guy who like jumps over the fence with the swords and it was like, yeah, I remember that. And then the other thing I remembered is this, like I genuinely, I remember this movie being fucking awesome. Yes. So anyway, all right, guys, let's get into the movie enough jerking around. <laughs> Here we go. We're starting the film. So we begin with 
this opening intro, right? We've got, first of all, we have that whole business with the logo in the beginning, which is awesome. Um, and then we're with this father and mother and their son, Jimmy, I think is what I have in my notes. They are uh, running down the street trying to get themselves a taxi. Don't skip over the hooker. Oh my God, I have a note about the hooker. I was not going Good. to. Let's hear your note <laughs> about the it. hooker, Danny. Let's have it. I want to hear everything about it. I have several pages of notes about the hooker. <laughs> okay, well, I only wrote one. It says, that hooker literally tried to pick up Jimmy and fuck him right there on the street. There were 40 other men walking by and she went after the 12 year old. <laughs> That's the only note I have about her. The note I have is the hooker tries to fuck the kid? Question mark. <laughs> what the fuck is she doing? I don't know. I don't know. She's a sex predator. I don't even know if she's a hooker. <laughs> Dude, I went back to rewind it just to make sure that's what happened. Oh my god, I, and did, the, I did the exact same thing. I literally did the exact same him. thing. She tries to grab him and fuck yeah. him right there. She's like, hey, hey buddy, you looking to party? Meanwhile, there's a full-grown functioning human man standing right next to him. <laughs> His father, by the way, she tries to fuck a boy whose parents are with him. Why didn't the parents around and go, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I know. Fuck those guys stealing purses. Batman should be going after her. She is a dangerous criminal. And you know what's crazy is that they wanted her to stand out because you noticed everyone else was in black, right? And this is what they do in movies. If they want someone to stand out for you to see them, they dress up the main character in like red or something bright, right? So you you pay attention to that character. They dress her up in bright red and everyone else is in black. They wanted you to pay attention to the scene. <laughs> it's insane. Well, they're, it's they're insane. trying to hammer it's, home maybe it's one how, of those things like, how fucked up it is. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. They're trying to hammer home how, yeah. how terrible Gotham is right it's it's overrun by a criminal element that has no regard for public safety uh social norms uh or whether decorum. or not an whether or not an 11 year old boy by the way a has any money to pay for a hooker or b <laughs> could even figure out how to fuck a hooker like her whole business plan is flawed he should have reached into his pockets and, and like dropped a couple of pennies on the ground. <laughs> she just dies on the ground and swoops him up. Oh my god! Honestly, that yeah. I mean, boy, God, that hooker. It's it's so. Oi, oi, oi. Anyways, this by the way, this movie is for children. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. So th- okay. Uh, so then, then they run down an alley, which I don't understand why they did that. Yeah, so they just get lost, like, in. I don't know, it, it seemed so, I think I wrote a note that I said, his dad's an idiot, I blame him. Uh, <laughs> they, like, they could not, get like, get your head out of your ass, dude, like, come on, what are you doing? They're, like, turning the map around, and walk, I, I don't know, it's fucking insane. I know, and his plan is, hey, we can't get a taxi in this crowded area, Let's go down this dark alley, which is right. Yeah. Down dark yeah. alleys in these movies. Why? Why, why avoid? Uh, why get off the main streets and go into a dark, seedy alley? You know why? I'll why? tell you why. Because why when they were on the street full of people, a hooker hit on their kid. <laughs> okay, yeah, shit, good boy. That's why they were down the alley. Here. Okay, okay. Well, so that was a <laughs> crucial, true. crucial That's element true. of the plot, right there. They needed that hooker. 
to force yeah. them into the, the alleyways. Yeah, to That's what forward. it was. You're right. Oh, shit. You're right. Well done, Robert. I didn't well think done. about it. Robert has right just now, cracked man. the code. It's like the Da Vinci code. Yeah. yeah. You're Almost. right. Mostly. All right. Well, great job, Robert. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> So they go down the they go down the alley. They get dad gets hit on the head. Which also, by the way, like were those guys waiting for? Actually, I have a question. Was the robber asking the? Remember, there's like the one junkie on the ground, and he's like, "Hey, man, give me some money, give me some money," and and they keep moving, and then they leave, and he's like, "Oh, what's wrong? What are you too busy or some shit? I forget what he says," and then. The next moment is the other robber hits dad on the head from around the corner. So my question is, was this their plan? First of all, was it a plan to wait for a family? And then also, is the junkie on the ground in the beginning, is that like part of his plan to just ask for money and then not get it? Or was he literally like right before the robbery going like, oh, I should beg these guys for money right before we uh, rob them? Like, what's the plan? What exactly is the plan here with these two guys? The plan is plan A is let's just ask for money. Plan B is if they don't give it to us, let's take it. Huh. I feel like that, that that's about right. And I also think the hooker was in on it. She she directed <laughs> oh, them. Hold on here. here. We got a whole. Oh, she's gonna okay. spend the fucking money. Right, right. Mm-hmm. She's diverting diverting them down the alley and. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I'm in. To ask for money. That's genius. Yeah, Criminal I believe ring. that. I buy that. That's genius. <laughs> yep. That's so good stuff. also how insanely like messed out destroyed these thieves look. I mean, it was do they have like lesions jolting. on their face? Honestly, I thought they had AIDS when I first watched it. <laughs> that was my first thought. And I was like, oh wait, they're junkies, but Jesus Christ, they look like they're dying. Oh my god, you guys are right. They have like crusty stuff around their mouths, I feel like. That was terrifying, yeah. dude. All right. So then Batman shows up. And I haven't I haven't my note here is Batman's intro is fucking awesome. The suit looks still good, I think. I think it holds up. Then again, I I'm on board for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I think the Me suit too. looked awesome. And the I'm Batman stuff, all that shit still totally worked. Like I was this was exactly the movie that I remember. I was like, yes, this is fucking badass. Oh, I, I agree. The suit was good. I think the ears were longer and a little goofier than I remembered. Like, <laughs> right? Like it was, I don't know. I just kept, for some reason that jumped out at me. It was like, they're really tall, little spiky ears. Like it just looks goofy. Like I think they needed to crop those down a little bit. Like he, he had no movement in that suit. Oh, it was yeah, so yeah. stiff and tight. It looked cool, but like yeah. he, he, you could tell, like, I mean, anybody could really kick his ass because he couldn't really do much, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that a real thing though? That like the suit was the suit was like not did not make it easy for him to move around. I feel like that's a real thing. They used the same kind of suit for like five Batmans in a row or something like that, and so every actor that had to put it on like fucking hated it because they couldn't do anything with it until Christopher Nolan st- uh, started his movies and they changed the bat suit up. I mean that makes sense. The it doesn't it, to be fair, it does not look easy to move around in at all, but it does look great when he's standing and like the stuff with we'll get, I'll, I have some notes later too about like the level of action in the movie, but uh but the whole him like swooping down into the shadows and like in the background and 
the batarang stuff, like it all totally worked from jumping off the roof and disappearing. I thought all that stuff was awesome. What about this is the same time when he ducks back into the building or something and all you see is a silhouette of the of the bat suit, right? But it straight looks like it's from a 1980s Disney flick. The way like oh, they it's animated. animated, it's like animated. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That looks been... so stupid. But that was probably that like was a weird. maybe that was like a pickup shot or something they added later. Yeah, that one shot was. I feel like that shot is somewhat notorious. Like there's there's like YouTube videos about like how ridiculous that shot was. Really? It's got to be. Yeah. I, wow. I was like doing some searching of just like general critiques of the film and like the set and all that, just like out of curiosity. And and yes, people had a lot to say about that goofy shot where you saw. Was it, it just the I knew shadow? I was right, Jonas. Was it just the shadow or was it him? It's no, just, it was, no, it's just the shadow. Or something. It's just the silhouette. Right. It's like how the all shadow the is being like thrown or like, whatever. Right. All of yeah. a sudden it's a... Uh, it's like a cartoon, but because the rest of it was like a lot of it was was like models and it's all oil paintings, yeah, and they did yeah. like big oil yeah, paintings yeah, or something, right? Are we gonna get into that now? Because I got some notes on that. Let's talk about Gotham and the and the set. Let's go for it. Go for it, buddy. God, dude, I had a really big problem with the set or the the models that they used. I know back in the day they weren't as good as they are now, but Jesus, dude, like it honestly looked like a teenager set it up at a local hobby shop. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like I wrote down it's on par with the nuclear blast from Terminator 2, the scene where the bus is blown off the freeway. You remember that Uh, scene and how horrible that looked? Yeah. That's that's how on par it is. It's it's just it's just fucking horrible. It looks so stupid. you know what's interesting is I, I made a note that while I agree with you, like the miniatures look like miniatures, I also I also made a note that I still think that shit looks better than like CGI now even. Like I, I feel like there's more of a – like it feels more tangible to me as a thing in the world than like whatever, the fucking Stark Tower in The Avengers or whatever. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels yeah. like it has more weight to it. Just they feel more like a thing to me. So, uh, yeah. I think unless it's really there, it's not going to work, no matter what. If it's CGI, it's not going to work. If it's a model, it's not going to work. So you got to pick whatever you feel best about at the time. You know. So your argument is they should have built an actual Gotham city. <laughs> yes. And use it for years to come. <laughs> no, I get it. I get what you mean. A lot, the, quite a bit of it doesn't hold. There's a couple of shots too, where like, well, we'll get to that too. Like where the bat plane is crashing where I'm like, this is clearly a bunch of hot wheels. That, was, on that was the worst one. That's yeah. the worst one, right? Yeah. yeah. This segment was brought to you by the Senior Citizen Seminar. This Friday, learn how to disrespect the people that you love most. With such classics as, you're driving too fast, slow down. You never make me smile anymore. And, I never loved your father. The Senior Citizen Seminar. It's time to tell them how you really feel. Now, back to the show. So we get to the bit where we meet Jack Nicholson. Sorry, Jack Napier. First of all, I maybe I was a, I was a kid and I didn't really appreciate it, but like his whole smirky arrogance thing is hilarious in this scene. I find like he with the way he like swipes the hair out of his face when the girlfriend is like near him, and like 
she says like you look good and he goes i didn't ask and then he like she puts she puts his hand on his shoulder and he like looks at her hand and she like takes it away because he's such a dick I, yeah. I like. Oh, I thought yeah. all of that stuff was great. I didn't remember. I didn't remember any of it. He did. There's like seven things in that scene inside of like 30 seconds where I'm like, everything he's doing is amazing. I'm so on board. Yeah, I did not remember how much of a badass he was. Like, yeah, it was a surprise. I was like, dude, wait, he wasn't just the Joker. He was this badass mob dude before it. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, can we also talk like what what year is this? I swear to God, like this is prohibition. Like everyone is acting like they're gangsters. <laughs> and and like the the lieutenant or I think it's a lieutenant, like, like he's straight out of the like the 20s, dude. I didn't understand. Like no, 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 no. The lieutenant, like is that who he was? Lieutenant? Who Ooh, Eckhart? Lieutenant guy? Guy? Yeah, Eckhart. Yeah, the that guy. guy. The guy who's got yeah, like the most gravelly voice in oh, the history of cinema. Oh, dude. I have my note is just the fat lieutenant is gross. <laughs> it's just so hard to hear it's so hard to hear him talk or do anything you're like oh my god dude i think he's either gonna like throw up or fall over i don't know what's happening but i don't want him to talk anymore like he was a second away from having a heart attack on screen yeah definitely <laughs> he was gross I you're right it was disturbing i also for a minute there i was like oh that's that dude from nypd blue remember I thought that was it. <laughs> I was wrong. I <laughs> Dennis Franz or whatever. Yeah. I don't know his name. No, I the, the fact answer, on NYPD Blue. <laughs> to answer your question, Danny, I don't. I think it's not supposed to. It's not supposed to happen. I like. I don't think it lives within real timeline, right? It's because you're right. It's like kind of fifties, but also like steampunk, but also like Metropolis, like 1920s. Like there's a lot of different. And in the future, cause he's yeah. got like all these like bat planes that can do all this. Like the bat plane has nail clippers. I mean like shit, that's the future. Those nail clippers, I mean, it... most single, <laughs> most single use gadget on anything ever. <laughs> Alfred, Dude, I love what, the what plane. You need to I cut love what rope. you've done with it. But we need some nail clippers. It, can, it can't just be about cutting a rope. It's got to be about grabbing the rope, releasing the rope, and then later cutting the rope. It's like yeah, multiple ropes, right. by the way. There are fucking holes for each of the ropes. So they knew how many ropes. <laughs> a hell of a guess. A hell of a guess, Alfred. Well done. He earned his, he earned his paycheck that week for sure. Uh, okay, I'm moving us along. So we meet Eckard, who's super gross. You're right. Then, and we can't skip over this if only because then we meet Knox, and then Knox Oof. meets Vicky, and then we're basically walked through Knox being the grossest sexual predator coworker right out of the gate. That any I'm noticing this theme a lot in the movies we watch. Boy, there's a lot of here. I have wrote these down. He tells her in the span of a minute and a half that he wants to marry her. He tells her that she, that uh, he's reading her stuff right now while staring at her legs and potentially her vagina. <laughs> he tells her that when she talks about, oh, do you want to shoot me naked? You're going to need a long lens, which means he's like either, I think he says he's got a huge dick or maybe a tiny dick. And then he also tells her that a girl could get hurt taking the photos that she takes. All this happens inside of like, 30 seconds of him meeting her. That guy should be fired immediately. When we first saw him, I wrote, I hate the reporter 
and his stupid face. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> yeah. Then then he makes some stupid fucking joke to to somebody, uh, I don't know, commissioner or something like that. He goes, Is there a six foot bat in Gotham City? And what's he pulling down after taxes? Oh fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. I, just wanted, I rolled my eyes and just oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Horrible. The guy's such a moron. Oy 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 is the perfect way to describe that character. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is that Knox was supposed to die in the script, but I think Tim Burton like ended up liking Knox so much he ended up wanting to to roll with him and and use him throughout the movie. Isn't that crazy? Really? Wow. Yeah, everyone else hated him, but I'm surprised. I think he should have kept Eckhart around more. That guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he died right after. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. No, that shot where he like falls into the steam thing and dies is just an outtake. That was while they were trying to shoot a regular scene. <laughs> uh, okay, so then now Jack and Grissom meet. Uh, Jack Palance up in the up in the thing, and he sends him on the mission to the. He sends him on the mission to the factory. And then we get to Bruce Wayne's party. So this is my only note about Bruce Wayne's party. Oh, yeah, I do. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to oh. say, I did not. Oh, fucking hell, Robert. I swear to God. Future Danny, wanna... edit. No. But <laughs> I said, go ahead. And you said, no, go ahead. So I went, oh, and then you started. So fuck you. <laughs> Jonas, your turn. Go. This is what I like about all of this is the more episodes we do, the smoother this gets. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the brink of being professional. <laughs> Yo, this is turn, dude. Yo. And okay, what, <laughs> what I was going to say is. It's all staying in there. I'm not editing. No, no, keep all this. This is good. This is what the this is what the people are here for. It's this kind of in it's this kind of between the lines stuff they really love. <laughs> what I was gonna say is I did not remember at all that Bruce like Mike uh Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne is is quite funny, I thought, and like pl- like kind of light and playful. Like he does there's some funny stuff with like Alfred and the pen and the champagne glass. And then he like the because I bought it in Japan stuff with the with Knox and Vicky. Like I thought it was fun to see Bruce Wayne that isn't like the most depressed dour dude on earth. If only because I'm so used to him being that guy because of all the movies that came afterwards. Like seeing like a Bruce Wayne who's kind of light on his feet and could flirt and be charming and was sort of a funny dude on his own. I thought was nice and it reminded me that Michael Keaton. Is a funny dude. So, anyways, yeah, I think I noted Kim Basinger is wearing a wedding dress to this party, uh, which seemed weird. But uh, <laughs> you're like fucking was, Cinderella, was, dude. Oh, that's true. It was bizarre. <laughs> so it, was like this, it was just a. I don't know. It, just, it didn't seem to merit like a crazy ball gown slash wedding dress. But at any rate. All right, Danny, we're at Axis Chemicals now. Let's you have some thoughts about this. Let's hear it. This is where uh the Joker ultimately falls into the vat of acid, yeah? Yeah, that's right. So this is where the fight happens, yeah. Batman shows up, Jack Napier falls into the into the acid, yeah. When he jumps down into the into the factory, you can see the wire hanging from his back. Batman? <laughs> yeah, you didn't see it? Oh I yeah, but I kind of thought that was like 
he's using that rope to do that because he's like he's like landing like pretty slowly. I felt like it was part of his like oh he like repel rigging. Yeah, I thought that was the deal. No, ah, uh, I, I can't imagine that being the that deal. Can't, that, <laughs> yeah, now, in hindsight, uh, I can't see how that well, makes. No, sense. It seems like mean? a lot I mean, of work, like a lot of prep but, time, just to do. But he repels. I mean, he's not like he's a showman. Actually, a superhero. He is a right? showman like, he, for sure. He's he a showman. Just jump. 50 feet in land like he is just a person wearing a suit then so you know what though the assistance of ropes but they didn't they don't even show you any part of leading up to that point right so it's just like he's jumping in they, but they made it seem like he's flying like it's, all, it's all about like oh batman can like glide and, and fly using his stupid fucking suit oh but, boy jesus he's so the, <laughs> so the inclusion of a wire I don't know. I don't buy it. I think it's just the sign of the times and they didn't, I think they kind of just, I don't know, man. No, 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 no. Listen. So now that we're talking about it, I think two things, I think you're probably right. It probably is just a rope that they had to use to do the thing. And I don't know whether CGI was good enough at this time to be able to erase something like that. So maybe they just probably wasn't right. But also I do agree with you. And I did have a note about this that I like is that, he is a showman, but also the movie, I think, spends quite a bit of time in the first, well, between like his first appearance and this, he's still very much like, they're treating him like a sort of supernatural character a bit. He sort of appears and disappears. Like, I think some of it is intentional. Yeah. They're not showing you the nuts and bolts of him putting, like being Batman yet, because we're still kind of in like Batman as a, as a, as a sort of supernatural creature, yeah, exactly. and dis- which I, which I liked. I thought it was, I thought it was yeah. cool. I agree with you. The rope is sort of like whatever, but um, I like that. He wasn't really, he didn't really, he barely said anything and he kind of appeared and disappeared in a way that made it feel like he had supernatural powers or whatever when he didn't. It just felt like, um, like it wasn't supposed to be seen and I caught it, you know? So just, it's just, yeah, you're probably right. You probably, I mean, I'm sure you're right about that. Um, yeah. And then the other thing I wrote was Batman. I don't think he tried very hard to save Napier. Like this is a guy that he saved like dozens of people, you know, throughout the movie using like his go-go gadget grappling hooks. <laughs> That's true. But he didn't even flinch when Nicholson fell. He's just like, ah, God, your, your hands are really moist. <laughs> You're going to fall. <laughs> I was actually wondering whether he like, he doesn't, does he drop him on purpose? He doesn't really though. Right. Or maybe he does. Nicholson later on said in the movie, as you know, playing Joker, he said, you let me fall or, or something to that effect. You know, he blamed Batman for falling into the. Right, Batman. right. He says, like, you made me. You dropped me into yeah, the yeah. chemicals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wait a minute. Oh, what's this? Hello and welcome back to another episode of What the Fuck Did They Say? Brought to you by Dad Bots. Dad bots, thanks for swimming with your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another game uh, to play today, fellas. I love uh, this. What the fuck did yes. you say? I love this. I love this segment. This is a weird one, fellas. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, 
but I talk to your lady friends. What? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and, yeah. And I asked him questions. This is going to be in the same vein as the newlywed game. Okay. Oh, okay. Hell. Holy Lord. Okay. All Robert right. and Jonas, I asked your partners a series of Batman-related questions based off of what they thought you would say. <laughs> your job is to answer those same questions and see if your answers match up with theirs. Oh, okay. God, Are amazing. you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. So By ready. the way, by my lady friend you're talking about my current talking about my current wife right i just want to you know i gotta sort it out i interviewed all three of them so i'm prepared (laughs) great oh buddy (laughs) all right first question gentlemen i asked your significant others this question your man's plane has just gone down over over the pacific but don't worry ladies your men have survived by swimming to an uninhabited island along with what batman love interest Kim Basinger, Michelle Pfeiffer, or Nicole Kidman. Jonas, you're up first. What love interest would you choose to take to the island? Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle, wow, that was quick. Oh yeah, because that's we talk about her during sex. <laughs> Damn. All right, let's see what Britt says. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah! Oh, yes! Damn. That was a quick answer. Totally Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah! Oh, man. All right. Wow. Robert, uh, you're up next. Who would you take? Gotta go Basinger. Kim, are we are we saying Basinger or Basinger? I don't fucking let's know, right. dude. Let's say Singer. Let's just say, let's just say Kim. Kim Kimmy. Basinger? Kim, okay, B- Kim Basinger. Kim B. You're taking, you're taking Kim Basinger. Let's see what Kelly says. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer and down. Hands down? Yeah. Is it because she's a badass and she's like kind of like dirty and just like she's scratchy and shit? <laughs> yeah, she's a little prickly, you know, but she's, she's rough around the edges is what you're saying. Yeah, but also just like hot AF, you know. Okay. <laughs> there you <laughs> right, go. <good>. So, <gasps> Jonas, you are up one to zero. Robert, ooh, not a good sign. I gotta say, I was gonna say that, but I, I actually thought Kelly would say... Basinger, so whatever. I mean, either way, I'm wrong. So, fuck you. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Robert, you're up first. I asked Kelly, who's more likely to wear Batman underwear as an adult, Robert or Jonas? Oh boy, that's a good question. Uh, I'm gonna go me. Okay, let's see what Kelly says. Jonas. What? Jonas, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You haven't seen anything. Her, her stories. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, look, no, I'm, I'm 100% making assumptions, but I I, sure. I know that mine hasn't worn, uh, well. Underwear? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 definitely underwear, but uh, no, I would say, I, I would say you this. Okay, Jesus. Robert. Jesus. <laughs> Jonas, clearly Kelly thinks you're a child living in a man's body. <laughs> Do you think your wife said the same thing, or does she think Robert wears the Cape Crusaders untidy whities? I think that Kelly's interpretation of me is accurate, and so I'm going to say Britt said me also. Okay, let's find out. Like underwears? <laughs> yeah, man, like little kid underwear. <laughs> Because it'd be like adult size, like adult underwear, but with like Batman logo on them. They gotta hug the jewels. They can't be like mm-hmm. boxer shorts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jonas. 
okay. He has a person oh. card that I gave him. <laughs> he re- does he really? That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, if you if you said like like actual tidy whitey style, I probably would have said Jonas. But whatever. <laughs> I don't actually have any Batman underwear, but I. Oh, I kind of want to get I some now. I, I know, right? I want them to have the Batman logo like right on the ass, just a big old Batman. <laughs> Ironically, she sold you out and said you have Space Invaders <laughs> underwear. <laughs> that is true. I do. Although, although I think it's fair to note that she bought them for me so you did say that you're correct oh, you okay, good all right good oh yeah all the time the, you gotta hug the jewels you know man <laughs> are we talking like bikini briefs here they're 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 thongs but we don't need to get into it that Holy I mean, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay <laughs> what 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 part said space invaders if it's a thong <laughs> what are we uh, um, oh yeah <laughs> My space, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, wait, oh, yeah. I guess to be the joke clear, would have been... There's no logo on it, they're just invading my space. <laughs> Actually, that's just what you know, we call thong joke... underwear, space invaders. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like if I was if I was really on top of it, I'd been like, no, no, they're not invading my space, I'm invading spaces, you know what I mean? That would have been... Oh. Okay, bro. Come on, let's tone it yeah, down. Yeah, sorry. Ooh, that was nice. way too much. Yeah, yeah. Way too much. me and me and that hooker from Batman have been hanging out too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she makes okay. Play Moving on. Bed. <laughs> All right. What's the score? <laughs> All right. Sorry. I walk around the Question house. Number <laughs> it's two to zero. Don't worry oh, about it. Shit. <laughs> okay. Onward. All right. Question number three, gentlemen. I asked your significant others if they had a pack of C4 stuck to them and we're minutes away from becoming human confetti, which Batman would they want to save them? Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, Christian Bale, or Ben Affleck? Jonas, you're up. Oh no. So, sorry, just to be clear, this is the Batman they would like to save them. Correct. Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Michael Keaton. Let's see what Britt said. Um. Fucking Michael Keaton, man. MK all the way. I mean, he looks smoking hot in a black turtleneck, too. He could save me as Bruce Wayne in the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, the thing is, it's like, I forgot about Ben Affleck. <laughs> I know, me too. Oh, my God. But you're going to go with Michael Keaton? I'm sticking to my guns with Michael Keaton. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. All right, Michael Keaton. Jonas, three to zero. Three to zero. You know, nice. you know what, though? Even though even though I, I won it feels that, like you lost? Even though I, yeah, exactly. I feel like I've, I've truly lost my wife to Michael Keaton <laughs> from the movie. So. Okay, wait. Yeah, so we got, who is it? Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer. Uh, Christian Bale or Ben Affleck? Can we say like Val Kilmer from Real Genius Val Kilmer or or Willow or is it like Batman Val Kilmer? No, you cannot. I'm Willow. Batman Val Kilmer was. Or you can choose Val Kilmer from Six Days Ago. Fuck. Oh boy, that's not a good idea. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, dude, this is hard. I I mean, part of me wants to say Michael Keaton. But then Val Kilmer mm, is kind of out there, man. Uh, I mean, who does like? Who does Kelly? Like? Who does Kelly like? Who does Kelly like, dude? You know, like who's she into? I don't know. 
I know, that's what I'm trying to... I think that, you know, she probably likes... Uh... The... Michael Keaton. Okay, you went back on your answer. Let's see if that was smart. God damn it! I mean, Michael Keaton, for sure. Yeah. Wow. I mean, look, he was hot when I was, you know, a kid in the 80s, and I don't know. And I think, you know, besides Beetlejuice just kind of really stuck with me as a child. (laughs) (laughs) It was a formative movie for me. (laughs) She likes a a rotting corpse of a Michael Keaton? Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think what we've learned here is that uh, Michael Keaton could completely destroy our marriages. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And that was just the edited version. They went on for a long time. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number four. uh, Jonas, you are up three to one. Question number four. Robert, I asked Kelly, if something were to happen to Robert, which Batman villain would Robert want you to start a new life with? (laughs) 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 Are there options or it's no, it's just straight up. You know your villains. You got to come up with your own. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy is your answer. (laughs) Let's see who Kelly chose. Can I game the system a bit and count um, Superman from Batman versus Superman? Because, I mean, they they are adversaries in that movie. And he was in... Yeah, sure. I mean... Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I'm because, gonna allow that. I'm like, oh, no. damn. No. I'd take Henry Cavill any day. There's no other answer I could pick that would have no chance of him getting it. Was that her goal there? <laughs> she's trying to make you lose. Yeah, basically. <laughs> she's fucking... She's sabotaging this whole game. All right, Robert. Apparently, you never had a chance. Jonas, how confident are you that you're going to get this right? Oh, boy. Uh, Confidence isn't something I have a lot of. (laughs) I will say, though, I just have to say, props to Kelly for finding that loophole in that system and ending up with Superman. I know. That was genius. That was genius. God, that was smart. That was really smart. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with Bane. I don't. I'm just because Brit does a good Bane voice, so I'm hoping oh. it's Bane. Ah, <laughs> oh, why didn't she give me Bane? Damn. Okay, here, here's who she chose. I mean, none of them are particularly attractive, and they're pretty like volatile and abusive. I would guess. Um, <laughs> they are. None of them he would really want me to be um, in a relationship with. That's true. You know, could be Two Face because you know part of him is good, but you know it's. Oh, there you go. I like living on the edge. He could hug me and then beat me, and you never know which one's going to happen. I mean, sex would be interesting, that's for sure. Never know. (laughs) All right, Two-Face, Jonas, you did not get that right. man, that's a bummer. Robert, there's there's two more questions. You can tie Jonas if you get them correctly. All right, let's do this. Question five, Jonas, you're first. I gave the following scenario to Britt. Let's say Jonas owns a replica Batman suit he likes to wear to <clears throat> the bedroom. Does his suit have nipples or is it nippleless? First of all, I like that you use the word nippleless. <laughs> um, I think it has no nipples because I think Brit just would only want the Michael Keaton Batman suit, and I don't think that one has nipples. 
Okay, let's see what Brit said. Nips all the way. What? You, you know what I'm referring oh to. Oh my god. Yes. Nips okay, all the way. You want to be really weird all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so nips all the way. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jonas, you did not get that correct, uh, which helps Robert out. Yeah. Because he needs this to stay in the game. Robert, are you ready? I'm feeling good about this one, Danny. My my answer is no nips. There's no way she wants those nips from those stupid ass costumes with nipples. Fuck no. All right. <laughs> no, absolutely no. Booyah! Oh, oh my God, he is back we in actually, the game. We actually Man, have had specific discussions about how ridiculous the nippled bat suits were. <laughs> so you had communication with your lady. We we talked Jonas. about while we were watching. Yeah. You don't talk to your wife? Oh no, I don't talk, talk to my wife. <laughs> what would we fucking talk about? You guys are out of your minds. <laughs> How was your day? Fuck off. <laughs> Same as yesterday. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit? How about that? That's how my day was. <laughs> Robert, you were up. Last question. I asked your lady this question. Have you danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Robert, what do you think she said? I think she said, no, he doesn't. He doesn't like to dance that much. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm sorry I got to do this to you, Robert. Here's her answer. <laughs> Listen carefully. <laughs> I'm, your answer is going to be your laugh, and I'm really. <laughs> I think that. Yeah, I think just leave it. Yeah, I'm happy with that. <laughs> oh my God, right. I'm Robert's fucking heartbroken. No <laughs> <laughs> Robert, her answer was her laugh only. There's no way you could have. No, that. I mean, that's essentially what I said. Like, like, no, he doesn't dance. No, he doesn't dance. Like. That's Jonas, this is up to you. Does Robert get the point? Boy, this is a tough one because she didn't really answer, but also her laugh Robert's implied got a no. Point, but also, like, she didn't say yes any more than she said no. No, it didn't. Oh, I'm gonna allow it as, as oh, the right. judge here. <laughs> it doesn't matter. By the way, I love that you it. said it was my call, and then you said I. I took it back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel very strongly about this. I think for the integrity of the game. <laughs> <laughs> all right um i'm all gonna right. allow it so it is tied up Jonas, oh. in order to win you have to get this right how well do you know uh brit pretty well i feel like but we, obviously the game is reflected that i could be wrong about that all right so what's your answer then all right so the question is whether whether i'm gonna say that uh brit has done that yes has okay here we go here is her answer for the win only once, but it was a very long time ago. <laughs> ah, Jonas, yeah. with the win. Hi, I'm sorry, but it appears you are not compatible with Kelly. Our producers have instructed her <laughs> to find a new lover, one that is more, one that more resembles Henry Cavill. Okay, oh. ladies and gentlemen, this has been what the fuck did they say? This game sucked. <laughs> this game's great. We should play this game all the time. Yeah, totally. Oh, shit. That was a lot of work. All right, guys. Well, that was very exciting. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was, was good. We got to skip to the end. <laughs>
Oh yeah, we do have to skip to the end, pretty much the entire end of the movie. What were we? T- so we were talking about that hooker in the first five minutes. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, we got we got to move a little faster, guys. The Joker yeah. falls into the acid. Jesus, we're then, only there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it really, okay, it's so really now, bad. Now, boom, we have the Joker. So one thing I forgot. So his face is white, like 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 clown paint white. Right. And that's a result of the accident. He doesn't paint his face white. He actually paints his face back to match his complexion later. Right. When he's like going out or going to the museum or something. Right. right? So that was like, oh, huh. Because while I was watching it, you know, as it's leading up to the Joker, I'm thinking, why did he then put on clown makeup? That's so weird. But, but no, it wasn't the case. He just had, bleached white skin from the chemicals. So it was, it yep, was a that's good... That's correct. Okay, okay, good. That is not true. That was it. I don't know. Oh, wait, what? What do you mean it's not Wait, true? what? There's a scene where uh, fucking Joker is talking to somebody, I forget who, and he ends up smearing white paint over his face. No, 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 that's wrong. It's the other way around. It's yeah, it's the, the other scene, way around. Yeah, it's yeah. the scene where... He fries the he fries the guy the gangster with the buzzer, but during yeah, that yeah, meeting yeah. during that meeting though he's wearing uh, flesh colored makeup on his face, and then he yeah, fries he the guy, and then at the end that's what's so great about the scene. At the end, after he fries everybody, he takes out a handkerchief and he wipes his forehead, and then you see the white under the flesh colored. It's, oh. it's awesome. Yeah, oh, I thought he was putting makeup on. I was like, this is a weird time to put makeup on. No, no, no. That's him wiping away the makeup he puts on to look like human face guy. Right. Look at that. You learn something every day. There you go. By the way, that's one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. Yeah, it's a great scene. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's so cool. It's great because of how disturbing he looks with skin-colored face. Like Joker's mm-hmm. face, skin-colored, is deeply disturbing looking. Mm-hmm. And then also that buzzer ring is amazing. I don't know how it works at all. The logistics of that thing are complex. The, the fact <laughs> that he's like, not also roasted. <laughs> right. He like buzzes yeah. the guy and then the guy gets buzzed. And then also he turns on fire at some point and then he turns into an old skeleton. So there's a lot <laughs> happening. <laughs> but, it is, yeah. but it is super fucking, it is super fucking disgusting for sure. Okay. And then, um, Bruce Wayne meets Vicky Vale and they have dinner together. And then he gets her so drunk that he takes advantage of her. Yeah, that's true. He date raped. They go to bed and she's so confused. She wakes up in the middle of the night and she looks around. Can someone help me with this? Because I mean, it makes him look pretty bad. Well, (laughs) yes. Well, first, first, I have to point out that that dinner scene at the long table was hilarious. And I once yeah, that was really funny. I re- like it came back like I remember and I was like oh that's right I love this scene it's just so ridiculous but then yes they're walking up the stairs right and she's just like hammered and he's stone cold sober and it feels it feels very very uncomfortable it's like oh no he's like now gonna take her up to his fucking I don't know den of inequity out of whatever the fucking bat cave is called what's even more concerning is when they wake up in the morning, she's all, she, she turns the tables, man. She's all like, we should totally do something today because you know, we're like a couple now because we fucked each other. 
And, and his reaction is so beautiful. He looks at her like he's so disgusted by the idea. You know, it, I mean, you can totally hear like hear the vomit in his mouth. It's just like, oh, fuck. And he's like, oh, I, I'm, a, I'm leaving town for a lot of days. I, I don't know when I'm going to be able to see you again. I just uh, I got to get out of town. Something finally came up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, between Bruce Wayne date raping that uh, Vicky Vale and then the Joker incinerating that man with his hand. This movie so far is a great kids movie. You forgot about the prostitute. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And the prostitute. That's right. Yeah, things are looking good so far. So then um, then Knox follows Bruce. He finds out that Bruce's parents got killed. And then the Joker attacks the press conference with the mimes, which is also great. I love all that. No. Okay, yeah, but no. Because Bruce Wayne gets shot in the shoulder and nothing happens with that. No, he doesn't it's just, actually uh, get... it's just his coat. Doesn't... What does that mean? <laughs> it just it just hits his uh <laughs> I thought it just hit his coat. You can't get shot in the coat and like not feel something. <laughs> or you get phased by it. By it. That is Nobody gets shot in the coat. Flowing <laughs> shot coat, in the right? coat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it got shot in the coat. Oh, this could have been bad. <laughs> Got shot in the arm, and nothing came about it. They didn't say anything about it later on. That's true. But I did make a note. I made a note here about at this point, and it gets worse later. The Joker kills so many people. He is killing people left and right in this thing. And I did think about how, like later, the later Batman movies, like even the Dark Knight, the Joker does not kill this many people. The Joker in this movie is fucking dropping people left and right. Yeah, that's true. Which is awesome. I guess Batman is also, by the way, dropping people left and right, which is also... I mean, he killed he killed a lot of people uh, with makeup. The Joker he, kills a ton of oh, people wow. with makeup. And yeah. Also, Batman, like thousands, Batman thousands. kills a bunch of people, too. Doing what? Well, he like blows people up at the end in the chemical factory, oh, yeah. and he's like... Sure. There's a couple of other times where he's... Oh, he's got like machine guns on the fucking car and in the, the <laughs> plane. Anyways. So... Uh, do you guys have anything to talk about before the museum attack? Plenty, but there's probably not enough time. <laughs> well, we got a ways to go still. Should we should we just keep moving or stop? I didn't like the me. dialogue. Anybody like the dialogue? Anybody have a problem with it? In the in the some entirety of the, of the film? Yeah, some of the uh, some of the things Joker said would just didn't make any fucking sense. Like he says at one point, "We have a flying mouse to kill, and I want to clean my claws." That doesn't make any sense. And then he says. When um, he discovers Bruce Wayne with Vicky Vale, he goes, never rub a man's rhubarb. No, another man's rhubarb. I know. I love that line, by the way. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't, no, rhubarb is a vegetable. It doesn't make any sense. It seems like it's potentially something about never, like, if you were in a homosexual relationship, you shouldn't <laughs> cheat on your on your boyfriend or husband, is what it sounds like. Wait, what? <laughs> but that's not oh, I. Oh, no, wait. No, wait. It does make sense. It does. Oh, no. It would only make sense if he were saying it to Vicky, like, never rub another man's rhubarb. Oh, but like. he's not, though. Who's he like, saying it to? Well, he says it, he says it to Michael Keaton after he shoots him, which implies that, like, Vicky is the rhubarb in this particular sentence. Right. Yes. I think I think he's claiming her as his rhubarb. I, I don't know. <laughs> what does that That's mean? That's what I'm talking about. Right and then, the dialogue is it's funky. Yeah, it, yeah, it's definitely that's definitely true. Never rub. Yeah. Well, uh, I say we have to remember the Joker is uh, 
like a psychopath who has fallen in a vat of chemicals and is now disfigured, uh, probably emotionally scarred and distressed from that, you know, still kind of in some some degree of shock, some state of shock. So, you know, he's not making sense and and I think rightfully so. I mean, that's a that is an in-depth analysis. I like it. <laughs> I mean, and what basically what I'm saying is he's got to cut cut him some slack, man. <laughs> he's going to say some some strange I, I, little sayings. All right. I I, I I agree with you, Danny, that he do, there are a couple things he says where I'm like, what? I don't even think I understand that completely. But I'm, I'm guessing that like some of it was probably improv by Nicholson. Uh, and also it's all made up by the line. It's all made up for the fact my, my another favorite line of the movie. This is also hilarious, I think. So when he punches the TV with his boxing glove TV puncher, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that it seems to either just be set up specifically to punch TVs. <laughs> yes. or... <laughs> he asks his freaking lackey to set up the, the glove. Yeah. Put set up the TV in case there's something I don't like what I see on television. I want to be right, able to punch right. it. I think he's set up to punch people in the dick, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a dick yeah. punch. You're saying it's a dick punching <laughs> glove that he figured out. He's like, oh, wait, I could also use this for the TV. This is great. It's a multitask. It's a dick masher. That's what it is. I was going to say, after he does the TV glove, TV puncher thing, he says, this town needs an enema. And then he blows a little party tutor. And I laughed out loud at that. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Total improv. You can tell that's an improv. Oh my God. Amazing. Oh, I love the fact that he seemingly inside of like 48 hours embraced this circus theme of his life and has like that boxing glove thing. He has everything embroidered with like a the Joker clown face. All his lackeys have right, yeah. all his lackeys have jackets with his logo on it. He's <laughs> like, like, wait, oh God, this cool. all happened. It's been a day. He just came out of surgery. Like, <laughs> We've been that's sitting true. on this backstock of Joker shit for a while, guys. <laughs> oh my God, that's so true. Okay, now we get to the museum attack. Boy, I got a lot of notes about this, but I know we're running low on time, so I'm going to try to be concise. I'm not really sure what's going on with that girlfriend of his with the scars on her face. Is she alive or does she she talks, but you don't see her talk? Anyway, she looks really really creepy, and I don't know what happened to her, and again, he murders everybody, and this is a movie for kids. Um <laughs> and, and then uh Vicky Vale seems to be generally okay with watching a hundred people instantly die around her, which is interesting. And then we get into like the Batman shows up, and then he we see the Batmobile and all that stuff happens too, which I have to say was okay, but the action in this movie is definitely a lot clunkier than I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And and not enough of it. No, that's true. There's not actually very much of it. And the and the stuff that is there, to your point earlier, is clearly limited by the fact that Batman can't really move. The fights are sort of slow and laborious, right? It's just sort of like this is happening. Boom, you swing, I move, you go. There's a, there's a car chase scene with the Batmobile, right? And in order to make a left turn, he uses a grappling hook and then <laughs> the fucking bad guys 
are like, fuck, a routine left turn crash. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, what's still awesome about the movie is like the visuals. There's so many iconic sort of like shots. The action is not the stuff that holds up. Like that stuff is kind of like, meh, whatever. But but there's a lot of like the stuff right before the fight scene where or the car chase where he like uses that wire and like shoots him across the room and and they swing out the place is cool like and him coming through the glass is cool like there's so many great images but you're right once it's up and running like as an action movie like i that was not exciting this segment was brought to you by romantic comedies you're welcome america now let's get back to the show all right, guys, we're moving forward. Now we get to um, the, well, the jo- we, Bruce realizes that Jack killed his parents, whatever. That's not that interesting, I don't think. And then we're just going to jump forward to uh, the Joker announces that he's going to pour a bunch of money on the crowd. And then we get to that, that bit. Now we're at the parade. Well, and the Batmobile attacks Axis Chemicals and blows it up. And he murders like 100 people probably right then. But... <laughs> You know, and then we get to the parade at the end, which I'm at that. I like all that stuff. I have, I like the whole parade business. I think it's fun. Yeah. I like the parade too. That's what I wrote down too. So the Joker announces that he's going to kill everyone, right? He says it's time for him to relieve them of their miserable lives or something. Right. But then everyone seems to just. Yeah. Like it's now time for stay me calm to- and keep picking up money. They're not like, oh shit, they're releasing gas. Get out of here. Like they're just kind of hanging, it seems, right? They don't they don't they they don't seem that interested in anything but getting a bunch of money, the people. Right. Oh, by the way, I read somewhere that originally in the movie, it's actually fake money with the Joker's face on it. Um That's what I wrote. I wrote down that it looks like they went to the copy store and printed out a bunch of white you know, $10 bills. Yeah. So I think, I believe I read somewhere that it, it's actually, it was, it, there was a shot that showed them him, like somebody discovering, I think maybe it was, it was uh what's his name? The, the reporter guy. He mm. p- was going to pick up the money and see that it wasn't real money. And it actually makes sense because like earlier in the movie, the Joker says he wants his face on the $1 bill or whatever. So, but I guess for whatever reason, they didn't put that in the final movie. So mm. it is yeah. fake money, which also makes more sense too than him th- throwing millions of dollars on the crowd. Why would he even do that? It doesn't like, that's not a, I don't think he has it. No, right. He doesn't seem to have it. And also like, why would he, why would he do it? Like, it doesn't make any sense to do it. Like he got them all there. Now he can kill them. Why use real money? So, and then the, then the bat, um, the bat plane or whatever shows up with its scissors on the front, which, (laughs) which we already (laughs) talked about. Amazing. Uh, And then (laughs) Bob, Bob gets shot. Uh, and then Batman, this, and this, I, this is, I'm wondering if you guys recognize it. So Batman flies the plane at the Joker. He clearly has the Joker in his sights, like, like bullseye. Then he fires everything inside of the Batmobile, the Batplane, and it all misses the Joker by quite a lot. Like (laughs) what is, it's not a good aim on that plane at all. The radar or whatever he used to to line him up was fucking way off, and it goes deet 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 right until there's a small dot on the Joker. On the Joker, 
And then he fires everything he's got out of missiles and bullets. And then like they go right behind him. The Joker's like, ah, fuck you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Alfred's got some explaining to do. <laughs> I know, Alfred, a little less time, maybe a little less time on the fucking bat scissors and a little more time on recalibrating <laughs> the fucking sight on my goddamn yeah. airplane. <laughs> That was embarrassing. <laughs> I was so embarrassed, Alfred. Can you imagine? I looked like such an idiot in front of everybody. <laughs> I almost went home. I was, yeah. And then the Joker pulls out that long gun, which is also amazing. I love that. The long handgun. And then later folds it, folds it up. Oh, yeah. The fold up later is great, too. That's great. <laughs> uh, and then we get to the finale up in the, up in the church all the way to the top there um where some bad guys are waiting i guess mm -hmm. but i mean, i don't know how those guys got up there i um, feel like one of those bad guys in the church forget where it was, it was like maybe as he was kind of going up it was like the the most challenging fight he had in the whole movie was just this nameless random thug that comes from like under the stairs and they fight and he's like kind of beating the crap out of him for a bit it's like he's beating the crap out of batman it's like wait what's going on here who's this random like all the rest of the movie he's you know unstoppable yeah, he just showed up almost. all of a sudden yeah and then this one random dude almost takes out batman well yeah there's there's like there's like no there's like him and there's like a couple of dudes and yeah. i was thinking also like how did those guys get up there? Were they waiting up there the whole time? Because otherwise they would have like passed the Joker on the stairs, which would have been weird. But also there's like no way up there other than a helicopter or those stairs. Anyways, I, you know, whatever they're there. They're beating up the Batman. It's good stuff. I guess. I, I like the scene where the guy jumps down from the rafters, like to try and like jump, like to hit Batman or jump on top of him, and he goes straight through the floorboards. <laughs> oh yeah, that <laughs> part is good. Anything. That part is funny. <laughs> and then you know, then I wrote Kim Basinger has another funny little bit when she like pretends to like the Joker and like pulls a little hair from her mouth and she's like kissing his like jacket. I thought that was kind of funny. And then uh, the Joker throws Batman and her over the side of the thing, and he has a fake hand that he uses for jokes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where he got that yeah. where did that come from i don't know like he he managed to like he like has it with him and managed to like set up the gag physically before doing it with them and then he uh dies which also i found that quite disturbing when he died but um Ooh, the, the laughing the, the yeah. his, his laugh box whatever that thing is yeah i remember when I saw that, it brought me back to when I was a kid, dude. I was like, oh, shit. I found that really tough to watch when I was a kid. Yeah, it's really, it's pretty, it's, again, pretty hardcore. Yeah. Uh, and then the, you know, then the movie ends, guys. Then we get to the end. That's it. Now that we've watched it, what do we think? Does it hold up? Let's get our thoughts. Danny, why don't you start us off? Ultimately, I I just, uh, I'm, no, I don't, I don't like it. There's too many... Like there are more wire scenes that I saw. <laughs> um, it just didn't, it didn't uh, flow the way I wanted it to. The action scenes weren't there. I mean, if you're going to watch something solely for watching a good performance, then watch Batman for in Jack Nicholson. Other than that, like I, I could leave it and not worry about it. So not, you don't feel like it, you don't feel like it delivered on your memory. It does not hold up. Not at all. Got it. Robert thoughts. I think that 
the nostalgic aspect of it, um, you know, gave it some points. Like I couldn't help but enjoy a lot of it, but overall, n- not not really that great. <laughs> I'd say. I mean, in general, I'm not really that big into superhero movies anyway, and this this uh, it didn't didn't, didn't really <laughs> yeah it didn't help and it, it didn't keep me. I mean, I was watching it and, you know, there's the scenes. Oh, yeah, I remember that, this and that. And and this is kind of fun. But ultimately, if you step back from your just childhood memories of it, like not not holding up. Yeah. So I'm I, I'll tell people might not know this, but I am a relatively I mean, like I'm probably the closest in this group to being a comic book nerd. Like I read Batman when I was a kid. I still generally enjoy good like superhero movies. So I would say this, I think I'm kind of split on it. There are things in here that I totally love and that I, that I still think totally work. The iconography, like I said, the iconography stuff, the suit, I think Jack Nicholson's performance is awesome. All that stuff. And, and there are bits all throughout it where I'm like, yes, having said all of that, I agree with you guys that like it bogs in the middle that there's there's hardly any action in it compared to now standards. And it's a pretty tough watch in terms of like, it's rough, I think, when you see like movies that have to do that much fantasy work in a time before CGI, because like now that we have CGI, you could do so much more. And then this stuff feels really clunky. And so I think like, for those reasons, a lot of this stuff is going to be, all of that being said, I don't know that I would ever that I would sit down and watch it all the way through that much, but I would definitely like watch parts of it if I were catching it somewhere or watch a little bit of it because there are some scenes I really do love. I think if you're younger, if you're in your 20s, 15, whatever, I think you would have a hard time watching this all the way through without stopping and walking away. I think you're oh, right. Yeah. I think you're right. It probably does a lot to you, Robert's point. There's a lot of nostalgia, heavy lifting being done, yeah. I think. Exactly. Right. You forgive a lot because you're like, kind of have this warm memory of it right so yeah if, if you don't have that background you're you're gonna be bored pretty quick i think so uh i want to thank everybody for listening i want to thank danny and robert for another great episode i especially want to thank danny for that great game in the middle of the episode that was plastic i love that thank you thank you thank uh, you to your lovely ladies for helping me uh do all that, that was yeah awesome. thanks to Britt and to kelly for uh helping put that together Guys, it's been great. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you all next time. Thanks everybody for watching. Back to the show. All right. Thanks everyone. See ya. See ya.